Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. I can show you what is going on in front of me right now. And if you're listening to me on the podcast, you clearly can't see me, but hopefully I can give you some visual details to let you kind of take it all in. So as I'm recording this, it is a Tuesday night. The kids are in bed. We had one sick kiddo today who we finally, you know, got all the medicine in and she's comfortable and she's sleeping and it's been a long day at school. You guys know I'm a school counselor during the day and it has been super active super busy, lots of emotions, lots of feelings going on. And so it has just kind of been a whirlwind. Honestly, it's been a whirlwind of a month, but today definitely felt like there was a little extra pressure going on from, you know, just a myriad of things in my life. So it's like, this is my moment, my, my Zen moment when I wanted to sit down and record a podcast because I haven't honestly, in the past week, I feel like I haven't cut out the time. Is that the right word to cut out the time? I can, I have not, I have not made an effort to create this space for me to sit down the way that I really like to, to dive in and record a good podcast. And I have to tell you, there are so many things swirling around in my mind that I want to be sure to share. I may be recording more than one tonight because I want to get it all out there and I feel so passionately about it. So I'll paint the picture for those who can't see me and you're listening to the podcast. So first I have my, I have my mug of peach tea, which is like, you know, in the winter time, I talk a lot in general about like post-run rituals, things that you can do to kind of reward yourself for getting out there on a run, whether it's in the winter or the summer. And it's like been my new thing where in the, in the winter time, sorry, um, when I come home, I want to throw on the comfortable clothes. I want to obviously take a hot shower, get in the comfy clothes. And I've just really been into drinking hot tea at night, you know, I find different flavors that are not caffeinated and it's been like this comfort thing that I've really enjoyed for the past couple of months. And so um, I've got that going on beside me. I'm also burning a candle for those who are on the podcast can't see it. It's a, a Bath and Body Works candle, I believe, which are my favorite, a salted, salted caramel Bath and Body Works candle. So I've got that going on, um, keeping me in the zen. I also have in front of me, which is, this is kind of ironic, but I have this 365 day calendar, like where you tear off a sheet and it's all about running and different quotes each day. Well, I sat here, if I'm being completely transparent, and I tore off, let's see, um, because I'm so behind. <laughs> this is so much like, you know, this is this is a replication of my life right now. So one, two, three, 
four, five, six days that I tore off right now um, that I just took off my calendar when I sat here like reading through the quotes, which honestly was kind of fun. It's not a bad strategy for having one of these. And so the one that I landed on today, which is ironic, as I sat down to record this podcast, it's for Tuesday, January 17th, which is when I'm recording this. And it says, happy runner, happy life. And it's so fun. And I'll show this for those of you who are are going to watch this on YouTube, but um, it's pink and it has a smiley face in the middle. And it says around the circle, happy runner, happy life. I'm like, how perfect for this vibe I'm going for tonight. And you know, these things that I want to share. And I will point out, because I've talked about it before in recording on the podcast, because these recently have started being um, uploaded onto YouTube. And so it's like, I can't, I have no secrets anymore. And so what's happening <laughs> behind me in the back corner is there is a plant that I've been trying to keep alive that looks like it's struggling. And I look like, it looks like I'm failing miserably at that. So I'm going to try to give that some TLC <laughs> later tonight when I finish um, and hope that I can bring her back to life. So that's the visual I'm trying to paint for you right now for those who are listening and maybe not watching, but I'm just getting in the moment, getting in the Zen in the zone and really trying to share my ideas and my thoughts very mindfully with you all, because I think that this is where the magic happens. You know, um, a lot of people listening to this are my runners and maybe some of my new walkers from the Walk It Out program. And I'll just give a, a quick overview of that because I know I've talked about it before on the podcast, but we recently launched an, our newest program, Walk It Out, which is a self-paced, it's kind of self-paced. It really is a me-paced program, um, but it's done kind of like independently, right? Versus through like a coached group. It's more so an independent program and it can be used for setting walking goals and really trying to just monitor like to get you motivated and to keep you on track, but also to watch how you can measure progress outside of weighing yourself on the dang scale um, so that you can see your growth. And that's super fun. Um, and it can also be used as like a kind of a jump start into, you know, your running journey. If that's something that you've considered, it's three months long um, and you can cancel at any time you sign up and, you know, your plans are delivered to you once each week along with your coaching video for the week and your tracking chart. And it's super fun. I've heard back from a lot of runners who have recently started in January. Naturally, that's when everybody wants to kind of get their groove back. Um, and I've had some great feedback. So I'm super excited about it. It's, it's a little nerve wracking when you launch something new like that to see how it works. And I did do a test run with this a few months ago so I could get some people in and give me some feedback on it. But I think so far so good. I'm really, really happy with it. And I think those who have, you know, jumped in and started this process, they're feeling so good about themselves. And that's obviously the ultimate goal. And in talking with some people, kind of before they had signed up and thinking about like what it what is the the purpose of this just like anything like the purpose is just to feel good like just to feel good about yourselves and and I told them and it, it's certainly ringing true I told them that it would only take the first week before you suddenly feel like oh like I've got this like I feel so good I'm doing this for myself and I'm going to keep showing up like it only takes one week for that to happen so that has started to happen and it's been really really fun to get that feedback from my walkers. But the way that it will work as of right now, because it is brand new, and we're still kind of playing around with how this will be implemented, is as of right now, it is a program that is only available to start the first Sunday of the month. So if it's the middle of the month, you can sign up for it, but you can't start until the first Sunday of the next month. And it is three, 
three months long, or I guess I should say 12 weeks in case there's a month with more than four weeks in it, but it is 12 weeks long. And from start to finish, the idea is that you walk for a similar amount of time throughout, but you vary your pace. And I give you different intervals to add different effort levels into it, starting and, and growing incrementally as you continue on through. And then by the time you get to the end of the 12 weeks, you do like another assessment of the distance you're able to cover in the same amount of time. So you can compare your like week one walk with your week 12 walk to see the growth that you made. And it's very easy to see how strong you've gotten from, you know, over those 12 weeks. I will tell you right now, like I've had people who reached out to me who said like they cannot believe the growth that they've had within one week. Like so from day one to day three, because it's three days a week, just like everything we do. And they were like, their mind was blown with the amount of distance they were able to cover in comparison to day one versus day three. And so it only goes up from there. And it's so fun. And it's based on all of the principles that we use in all of our beginning runner programs. The only difference is that the coaching piece is not involved in the walk it out program. And that's intentional because it's meant to be like a something that you do to prep yourself, to prepare yourself if you wanted to jump in on the running journey in the spring or to get yourself motivated and walking and learn how to set those goals with a walking program. And so I'm super excited, super excited with how the turnout has gone. So if this is something that you are interested in, please reach out to me on social media. Just send me a DM on uh, Facebook or on Instagram and let me know how I can help you, what questions I can answer for you. I can send you the link again as of right now. So if you're listening to this and it's months later, it's not January of 2023, the availability of it may change. It, it, it initially was going to be only available um, every three to four months, but as of right now, I'm going to do available to purchase, to sign up, um, but you cannot start until the Sunday of the very next month. I hope that that makes sense. So reach out to me with your questions and I'll, I'll be happy to help you guys. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, it brings me a little bit, it brings me around to the topic that I wanted to share with you guys today, which is something that I was including in part of the coaching the coaching videos that I've made for the walking program for week two, I talk about to the walkers about how action creates your motivation, right? And I talk about this so much in our running groups, in the coaching sessions. So what I wanted to do, I'm just being completely transparent because I'm human. I wanted to include in an email to the walkers when they got to week two, a podcast episode that was all about how action creates motivation, right? Because I've talked about it so freaking much. And I wanted to include it. And I said to myself, like, oh my God, I don't even have one podcast episode that is dedicated just to the idea of gaining motivation through your actions. And so I said, this needs to happen. So first and foremost tonight, the first thing, the first topic that I'm going to be covering in my series of podcast episodes that I want to record tonight is going to be how action creates motivation because this is, I mean, this is a game changer. And I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but it literally took me, <laughs> I, I would venture to say it took me like 15 years to figure this out. So I knew, I knew that I could get myself motivated by starting my run before I was ready for it, but it didn't come full circle until I started coaching people on becoming runners, right? And what is the one thing, well, numerous things come up along the way about doubts that we have. Can I do this? Am I a quitter? You know, what happens when I get tired? What if it gets too hard? Like all kinds of things come up for our newest runners when they're starting a running program. But one of the things that comes up, especially whenever you're weeks and weeks and weeks into this, 
is like, what about motivation? Like there's this huge fear, right? That is constantly there about, well, what if I suddenly decide that I don't, I don't want to go out for a run and then that's it. Like I'm going to panic and then I'm going to quit. Like that's what's going to happen. If I don't want to go, then it's all over. I'm throwing in the towel. This is never going to work for me. I knew I wasn't a runner. I knew I wouldn't stick to this. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and that's just not true because I think there's a misconception that everybody who runs, and I can see why if you follow any Instagram or TikTok or you know, Facebook accounts of runners, you can, I can see why you might have the misconception that all runners are motivated all the time, but that's really false. It really, really is false. The truth is that I think most runners just run unmotivated. So like, it's not the fact that they're like waking up every day and like, yes, I can't wait to get out there. Like, yeah, that happens. And that's, those are glorious days. And you know, you need it whenever that happens. But I would venture to say that you know, at least 50%, if not more, of the runs are not highly motivated runs to start, right? Like, and so when I talk about being motivated runs, I'm talking about like so excited and pumped to get out the door and go. Again, it does happen, but it's not all the time. And so for new runners, when these kinds of thoughts come in, these kinds of, of doubts creep in, right? The whole, I don't really want to go. You start to spiral and you start thinking like, is this, a, is this not for me? Do I actually not like running? Is this something I'm not going to be able to stick with? Will I actually meet my goal? Like, I don't want to go. And I'm here to tell you that it's okay if you feel like that. And it's okay if you feel like that often. It really isn't until you gain that, that confidence and that endurance and that strength and, and the really the confidence is really what it is that that confidence in seeing yourself as a runner and feeling like okay this is what i do now like this is a part of me and you know to when you get up and you just are ready to go on all of your workout days not all of them that's totally false that goes against what i just told you but you're ready to go on many of your running days now when you're new it's very hard like you're working through a lot of things you're trying to create new habits you're trying to create you know a new schedule for you and, and making these workouts fit for you. Like it is totally normal to be thrown off or for it to feel very effortful just to get out there and go for a run just to start. But here's the message that I have for you is what you'll notice. This is what happens when I say you build that confidence whenever you keep running. What you'll notice is that the motivation doesn't have to be there to start because if you take those first steps out the door, even if you like shut your eyes and just start moving forward, and take those steps out the door, the motivation comes. Like, so, so what I'm here to tell you is like, there is a top secret way that you can get motivation if you don't have any, okay? You have a very, very powerful tool to use. And this is for everybody with every type of exercise or workout habit that you're starting, trying to start. But I'm speaking specifically to runners. You have a magic power. You have the solution to finding more motivation. This is crazy. And what do you do? So you, you know, you have a run to do. You don't want to go. You're dragging your feet. You're thinking of all the reasons why you can't go, all the reasons why you should go the next day, all the reasons why you'll go after lunch, after dinner, after the kids are asleep, after whatever it is, X, Y, and Z. I'll go Friday. I'll go Saturday. I'll go Saturday night. I'll go Sunday morning. I'll go Sunday evening. I'll squeeze it in right before our coaching session on Sunday night. And here's the thing. Here's the secret. Where do you go to find more motivation? You go out and you start running. And I'm not kidding. You might think like, she's crazy. This is never going to work. 
trust me. If you are looking for motivation and you wish there was somewhere you could go to find it, like I wish there was a motivation store so I could go and buy myself some, all you have to do is put your shoes on, walk outside and start moving. And there's your motivation. Sometimes it takes 30 seconds to find it. Sometimes it takes two minutes. Sometimes it takes two miles and that's okay, but it is out there. There is no motivation that's going to knock on your door and say, hello, I'm ready to come in. Like I'm here. And if you sit and wait for that, if you sit and wait for that motivation to knock on your door and say, I'm ready, like, let's go. You're never going to do it. You are never going to do it. So if you find yourself sitting and contemplating and pushing it off and, and wondering like, how is this going to happen? When am I going to get it done? How do I squeeze it in? You better tell yourself right now that even if you do it on Sunday night, whether you do it after dinner or the next day or Sunday before the coaching session, no matter when you do it, that motivation is not going to slap you in the face. It's not there. You have to go get it right? You have to go out and get it. It's not coming. So, and maybe that worries you like, oh, but I thought the motivation would just start coming naturally. Sometimes it will. Sometimes it will in all of the best ways, but most of the time you're going to have to go find it. But it should also bring you this sense of like peace and this huge sigh of relief that, oh, I'm not lazy. Oh, I'm not I don't know. I'm not worthless. <laughs> oh, this this can't be for me because I thought because I'm not super motivated all the time that there's something wrong with me. No, you just got to go out and get it. And the thing is like once you go out and get that motivation, once you take those first steps out the door, whether you're walking or you're running, once you start moving and that motivation comes, typically when you finish that run or that walk, that motivation is stuck with you and it sticks with you beyond just that workout. It motivates you so much that usually it pushes you through your next workout. So whatever day you have planned for the next workout, like you're going to show up for that workout because you are motivated. You have captured that motivation from the run or the walk that you just went on. Does that make sense? It's almost like banking it. So you're unmotivated, right? The motivation's not coming. You've been putting it off, but still the motivation's not knocking on the door. So where do I go to get it? There is no motivation store. So the only place to get it is out on the road. So I put my shoes on and I blindly walk out the door and just start moving my body and I move it until I find that motivation. And then that motivation kicks in and I'm like on fire. And so then I have that motivation and all that motivation that comes from finishing a workout, I'm going to put it in my pocket because it's going to serve me later. And 90% of the time, it's going to push me through my next workout, if not the rest of the week. Does that make sense? So I'm going to be motivated, not just on the end of my run today, I'm going to be motivated for my next run. And then that run is going to make me feel so accomplished that I'll be motivated for my final run of the week. And then boom, done. But if I sit and I wait and I try to get motivation to knock on my door, it's not coming. I have to go out and get it. And there's only one way to get it by putting my shoes on and moving out that door. So I hope that that makes sense. I hope that you realize that it's not that there's something wrong with you. It's not that everybody else in the world is motivated and you're not, despite a lot of the posts that you'll see. You will, if you, if you really look at runners online, and this is to no fault. They're trying to be motivational and inspirational by posting things about like how good it feels and how great it feels. Like 
But, you know, occasionally it helps to throw in, you know, some moments of like, God, I really didn't want to do this or, you know, oh, this run sucked or like how, how, you know, I, I drug myself out the door today because that's reality. And that, that really is reality. And I guarantee many of them do have more of those moments than you'll ever see. And it just, you know, a lot of people think, which I understand that that's not motivating to others and people don't want to see that. But I promise you, like people love to see that. That's why people love to go on social media and watch like, you know, like marriage fail moments or like parent fail moments or like, you know, all of the things that we feel secretly, you know, guilty about and feel like we're the only ones who feel this way about our jobs and about our, our marriages and about all the things like, no, it's all so real. We are human. It is natural. It is normal. There's nothing wrong with us. We're not broken. We are not made to be quitters. We are not, you know, it's not that we don't have what it takes. It's that we think we don't have what it takes. If, if we, aren't doing something is because we believe to our core that it's something we don't have the ability to do, that we are not capable of doing. And the only way to get rid of that, the only way to to kick that to the curb is not by having somebody else validate us, not by having somebody else, you know, a loved one come and say like, you know, you really can do all of the things. Like you need to make the decision that I'm going to take these steps and sure, sometimes it helps to have a coach kick you in the butt along the way and remind you that this is possible and that, you know, this system does work, but like you are not going to believe it until you do it. You're not going to believe that you're that person until you continue to show up and get out there and be that person and start to create this identity for yourself. And, and you're probably not going to truly believe it, to truly soak it in until you've done it, until you've checked off those boxes and met that goal, right? And so for our newest runners, they struggle to even call themselves runners because, well, am Am I actually running enough? Do I actually run fast enough? You know, all the things that come in, that go into like, am I truly a runner? And the answer is yes. Like, are you running? Yes. And you're a runner. Like, am, are you walking? Then yes, you are healthy. And you, the more you do it, the more you start to identify and create this identity around like, oh, that is me. Oh, I am that person. Like, oh, I am the one who goes out and does this even after dinner when it's late and I'm tired and I want to sit on the couch, I am the one who wakes up before work and goes for a run on the treadmill downstairs in the basement before everybody wakes up so that I can get it in and start my day. Oh, I am the one who heads out the door on my lunch break to squeeze it in in between meetings and then I come back and, and throw my hair up into a ponytail and get ready to take on the day. Like, oh, that is me. And you're not going to believe it. You're not going to sit back and say like, I'm that person until you've put yourself out there and done it, right? Like, and then you have to do it and say to yourself, like, I did it. Like, I... I do have what it takes like that. I am that person. I can be that one, but it's not going to come to you. You're never going to have that moment until you do it. But what's crazy is it does not take long. It doesn't take long for it to happen. It doesn't take long for you to start to see yourself differently. It doesn't take long for you to start to believe that you are capable of more than you ever thought possible. It only takes the first couple of days, the first couple of workouts. I would venture to say by the end of week one, you're at least slapped in the face with a, holy crap, like what? Maybe I can do this. Like, And then, of course, naturally, all of those thoughts come tumbling in about like, oh, okay, well, you can do week one, but can you actually do week two? And then you do week two and you're like, holy crap, like I did week two. Like, could this be happening? Okay, but certainly week three is going to be too hard and I'm going to fail. So, you know, week three comes and like, oh my God, I did week three. And do you see how it works? And like on and on and on until you reach that goal. And then suddenly you can see yourself differently. And th that's the biggest difference, honestly, between the two programs that I've been running, which is our current like make me a runner program, right? Going from zero to 5k within 10 weeks. That's the program that opens up after the challenge. That's our, that is our signature 
program. That is our heavy hitter. That is our, this is the transformation. Like this is your cocoon, right? Like you're that caterpillar crawling in the cocoon and becoming that butterfly. That all happens within that 10 weeks of the make me a runner, like that program. But what's crazy is, and I haven't, I learned this by watching my runners. So after that, then we have, you know, the tail end of that program is whenever you, you can join something we call soulmates for life. And soulmates for life is just a gathering of all of the runners who have gone through that transformation. It's this meeting place where we continue to kind of explore and see like, well, what else can I do? And so the meat and potatoes all comes in that training within the 10 weeks, the transformation happens and you emerge a butterfly, right? So you start to, to see yourself differently. Like you physically, you see yourself as a different person all of a sudden, like, oh my God, I am the one who can create goals for myself. I am the one who can make things happen. And then you see yourself differently. You start living that identity. And so what happens when we move over into soulmates for life is that like, it's a very much of like, you know, a buffet, like this is yours. Like the world is yours for the taking, but it didn't happen because anybody sat there and, and thought themselves into being a runner because they sat and thought themselves into being a healthy person who shows up to work out three times a week. Like you can't think that, and it's going to happen. You have to move. You have to create that movement for those thoughts to take place. And so if you sit again and wait for that motivation to become that person, it's not coming. Like, and, and, and I think that's the misconception at the end of the day. The misconception is that if I stay here long enough, if I think about it long enough, if I journal about it long enough, then certainly I'll start to see myself differently. And then I'll be ready to do this because I'll be a different person. But that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen until you you go out and get that motivation. You walk in those shoes and you and you gain that distance. And then, you know, you put the extra motivation in your pocket and then you see what you can do next. You keep trying and stretching and reaching and and going when you're not motivated so that you can go out and get that motivation. And then you bring it back and you, then you say to yourself like, Ooh, like I'm actually going to like nail this week. Like I'm going to crush it. And then you want to go out and get more and more and more. And then suddenly before you know it, you've created this identity of who you are and you start seeing yourself differently. And then when you start seeing yourself differently. You expect different things from yourself. Like you expect yourself to get up before work or you, ex that's not me by the way. Like I am not that runner. <laughs> I, I never have been that runner. So I'm not saying that it has to be done in that way, but if that's what works for you, then you start to see yourself as the person who goes on your lunch break, or you see yourself as the person who goes after dinner, you know, into the evening with your headlamp on, or you see yourself out in the rain getting your running because it feels so good and you are a badass, or you see yourself out there in the snow, like, you know, plowing through because it's a run day and it feels good to move your body. Like, then you start to see yourself doing that. And then once you visualize yourself as that person, like it's, it's, it's I don't want to say it's cake. Because you're going to set bigger goals and those goals will never be cake and it shouldn't be, right? But it, but the idea of you being a runner starts to become cake. Like, oh, like this is me. This fits. Like I like the way this looks on me and I'm a runner. So I'm going to go do my dang thing. And, and yeah, I might not be perfect and I might breathe heavy and I might, you know, not be as fast as I want to be. Or I might be setting goals to see if I can go farther, like whatever it is, but I'm a runner, dang it. Like I am showing up. I am healthy. I am, my lungs are filled with oxygen. My blood is pumping through my body. My heart is so freaking strong. Like I am doing this dang thing. I am a healthy person who does things when they're inconvenient because it makes my body feel good and because my body can do it. And that comes from taking those first freaking steps. And I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you every single time that the hardest steps to take are the first, because that's where all the doubt lies. 
in taking those first steps. Once you are one week in, guess what? That doubt is already miles behind you because you had just proved it wrong. You just proved that you are a person who cares about themselves and their body. You are a person who wants to be healthier. You are a person who wants to feel good about themselves. And then once you leave that in the dust, like it is history because you don't want to go back to that because it feels so good. And, and the beautiful part is, and I'll remind you of this too, that doesn't mean if you're listening to this, maybe you're not a part of any of our programs. Like I preach three days a week. So when I say you are that healthier person, you are the runner, you are the one who goes out there and does hard things. I don't mean like you do it seven days a week to the point of where like, that's all you do. Like, you know, you just go out there and you dedicate yourself to just being physically active all the time. Like, no, I'm just saying like you show up for yourself three times a week and you make this fit into your, into your season of life. You make this fit into, into your work life and your family life and you make it work for you. And you are that person who does it. And I'll tell you what, I heard something recently and nothing could be more true. You go and spend nine hours in a gym in one day, you will see no results. You will see no results. If you go run for nine hours straight, I know that's funny, but if you go out, you will see no results. You know who sees results? The person who shows up for 20 minutes or the person who shows up for 30 minutes, three times a week for months on end. And then suddenly you're looking in the mirror and you're like, holy crap, look what I did. Look what I did while juggling all these things and balancing all these things. I cut out time for myself and look what I can do now. Look at me. It's the person who shows up consistently over and over again, not killing yourselves, but pushing yourself out of your comfort zone three times a week, who is months down the road, years down the road, years down the road. Like take that in, take it in. I have runners who've been running with me for over a year, over a year and have no intention of slowing down anytime soon, who have set goals that go beyond two years of running, two years of running, like sticking to something that is doable. And the goals that they have are freaking phenomenal because of that consistency and showing up for yourself three times a week. It doesn't take long and it doesn't take much. It just takes consistency and that consistency will breed motivation through your action. So if you're not feeling motivated today and you're listening to this, Put your shoes on like right now, put your headphones in, walk out that door and get started. Go get your motivation because it is out there waiting for you. And there is an abundance of it. There is a freaking abundance of it. There is no scarcity of motivation. You may have thought that your whole entire life, that there's not enough out there. Even if I find it, I'll lose it. If I have it, I'm not going to hold on to it very long. It is out there. You just got to go get it. You can fill your pockets with it, but eventually when you run out, you got to put your shoes on and go get some more, but it is sitting out there. There is a gold mine of motivation out there waiting for you. You just have to go get it. I love you guys. I hope this has inspired you in some way to know and empowered you rather. I hope it has empowered you to know that you have so much more control over this than you thought possible. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. The fact that you chose to spend this time with me, hanging out with me, getting motivated, inspired, empowered means the world to me. If you haven't done so yet, make sure that you subscribe and leave a review because it just really helps the algorithm to help me get out there and for more people to listen to this because I feel like we have a message to spread. And I feel like that message is that running and walking can make you a happier person and you deserve that. So I love you guys and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. 
I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine.